On today's show, Teslas hold their value better than gas cars. China is dropping its import tariff on U.S. built vehicles. And how different is the U.S. Ranger compared to the global version? All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the global automotive industry. In an effort to reverse falling profits and slow sales in key markets like the U.S. and China, the Hyundai Group announced a major management shakeup. It reassigned 17 top executives across the group, but the most important was Group President Albert Bierman being named the head of research and development. It's the first time a non-Korean has held that position, and it's something we're seeing more of from the automotive group. Bierman, who worked for BMW before joining Hyundai in 2015, is responsible for the launch of Hyundai's performance and brand. According to a new study from Autolist.com, the Tesla Model S and X hold their value better than any of their gas-powered counterparts. Based on vehicle listings from January of 2012 through November of this year, a Model S with 50,000 miles declined on average 27% from its original price. It compared that to the Audi A8, BMW 7 Series, Jaguar XJ, Lexus LS, Mercedes S-Class, and Porsche Panamera. And its closest competition is the Mercedes S-Class, which declined an average of 33% with the same amount of miles. The Jaguar fared the worst, losing an average of 45% of its value. As for the Model X, the average example with 50,000 miles lost 23% of its value compared to the original price. Declining an average of 34%, the Lincoln Navigator was its next closest competition. But it just goes to show that demand for Teslas continues to remain high. And speaking of vehicle prices, they keep going up. And according to Experian, the average monthly new vehicle payment just reached an all-time high in the U.S. Customers are spending an average of $530 a month for that shiny new car in their driveway. And this is driving many people to look at the used car market, including the most attractive customers. Prime and super prime borrowers now make up more than 50% of the used market. And while the gap between new and used vehicle monthly payments continues to widen, the average used car payment also reached a record high at $381 a month. Coming up next, four-way headrests and seats that don't have a front or back. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by ExxonMobil. Yesterday, we looked at Magna's vision for a flexible vehicle interior. And here's some of the technology associated with it that we found interesting. A headrest that's able to adjust four different ways is aimed at improving passenger comfort and sleep support. And for trips where you're going to be sitting for long periods of time, a seat massage function that vibrates will keep blood flowing in your limbs. There's also a mobile app that will allow people to do a number of things. If you're using it for that cargo mode we talked about yesterday, and already know what you're going to be putting in the car, you use the app to pre-configure the seats before the vehicle ever shows up. In a ride-sharing scenario, 
you could check what seats are available before ever getting in the car. And like an airplane, I would imagine that people will prefer window and aisle seats. The app could also let you know if you left something in the seat, like a briefcase. But I've got to say the technology Magna is working on that intrigued me the most is a seat back that's able to slide along the bottom cushion. I find it interesting that the seat would have no true front or back. Makes me wonder if this could make it so small children wouldn't need a booster seat because the seat belt would have to be attached to the seat and likely also be adjustable. Good news may be coming to automakers that ship vehicles built in the U.S. to China. We have reported previously that China raised import tariffs on U.S.-built vehicles in retaliation to tariffs the U.S. imposed on Chinese goods. And according to Bloomberg, White House officials told automakers yesterday that the Trump administration believes China will cut the tariffs on vehicles from 40% down to 15%. And while nothing is final yet, the news sent the stock price of a number of automakers up. Shares at Ford and GM rose about 2%, and BMW, Daimler, and Volkswagen went up between 2.3% and 4%. Now the two sides will start new talks aimed at ending the trade war. The U.S. Ford Ranger is much different than the one sold in global markets. We'll have more on that right after this. Ford sells the Ranger pickup in countries all over the world, but the one it's selling in the U.S. is completely different, even though it looks exactly the same. So why is that? Well, since it had to duplicate the tooling to make it in the U.S., Ford ended up changing almost every part of the truck. Some parts were changed to meet U.S. safety standards. Others were changed to meet the specific needs of North American customers. The engine, the drivetrain, the interior, the suspension, and even the sheet metal were all changed or modified. But Ford decided to keep the styling the same because it didn't want to change the hard points of the design. That made engineering the new truck a lot easier. It also made it easy to take lessons learned from the assembly plants in Thailand, Argentina, and South Africa, which make the Ranger, and apply them to the plant in Michigan that makes the U.S. version. Like the old saying goes, what's old is new. Say if you go to a classic car show, you're likely going to hear someone that's worried about younger generations carrying the tradition on. But they shouldn't be. According to Haggerty, for the first time ever, Gen Xers and Millennials are looking for vehicle values and classic car insurance quotes more often than baby boomers and pre-boomers. The split is now 53% to 47%. And Haggerty adds that within five years, millennials will be the hobby's single largest group. What's even more promising is that requests for values and quotes from all generations are up 17% in 2018 over last year. Goes to show, The love for classic cars isn't going away, and car shows will be around for a long time to come. That's all for today, and we'll be right back here again tomorrow.